0: Global business news 24 hours a day
1: at Bloomberg.com,
0: the Radio Plus mobile app.
1: And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
2: And I'm Karen Moscow. The Bloomberg Futures Report is brought to you by Interactive Brokers and CME Group. If you're looking for global futures contracts with low trading costs, look no further. Interactive Brokers is the industry leader. Learn more at InteractiveBrokers.com slash CME Group. We have a headline crossing the Bloomberg Westlake Chemical to buy Axiol for $33 a share. It's an all-cash transaction. Again, that just crossing the Bloomberg. And caution is prevailing as the week draws to a close with global stocks heading for their biggest two-day decline in a month and bond yields at record lows. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. s and E-mini futures down about 17 points. Dow E-mini futures down 123. NASDAQ E-mini futures down 40. The DAX in Germany is down 2.5%. 10-year Treasury up 11.30 seconds. The yield point percent, Nymex crude oil down one point seven percent or eighty five cents to forty nine seventy a barrel. Comex gold up to ten percent or two dollars fifty cents at twelve seventy five twenty an ounce. The euro $1, a dollar The yen one oh six point eight four. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike.
1: Karen, thank you very much. Well, it is uh, game on. Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. That's the campaign that we are going to get.
0: Are we back to politics We're again? We're back to...
1: We never left.
0: We yeah, never Exactly.
1: Just get used to it, as they say. Julian Zelizer is a Princeton University history professor who has written quite a bit about politics. He's one of the pioneers of the revival of American political history, shall we say. And... I want to start by asking you, Professor, not about Hillary or Donald, but uh, Barack. We saw a poll this morning. We were just talking about it with uh, Brett Bayer that uh, the Gallup poll has him at a 53 percent approval rate, which, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, is higher at this point in time than uh, Ronald Reagan was when he was leaving office or Bill Clinton when he was leaving office. Uh, how are people – how is history going to rate Barack Obama?
3: Well, there's two ways in which we look back at presidents. First, uh has to do with approval ratings, and we uh, look back to see did people like them or dislike them when they left. And the, uh, on that front, right now, he's doing pretty well. And if so, uh this ends with approval ratings like the ones we're seeing. I think we will argue that a lot of the country liked what he had done. The second measure is obviously legislation and what he accomplishes with executive power. And uh, I think on both fronts, he's been able to accomplish a significant amount in a very contentious period, early in his administration, ACA, Dodd-Frank, the stimulus, and in recent years, uh, a lot of progress on environmental issues through executive power. So. Uh, Look, he'll have detractors, he'll have supporters, but I think he has a pretty substantial record that we'll be able to discuss and debate over the years.
1: Does presidential popularity at this point in time translate into um, influence on the campaign trail? Is he going to be able to uh, push Hillary Clinton uh, and and be a, a, a big help to her?
3: Yeah, I think he uh can use that if he's willing to spend that political capital on her campaign, which it looks like he will be. Uh, that can be very important. Uh, that's a huge source of support for Hillary Clinton, especially when she's facing someone like Donald Trump. And I think if he goes out on the campaign trail, not just to support her, uh, but actually to – uh, criticize and attack the Republican nominee, uh, this can be a, a big plus for her and overcome some of the doubts yeah. and lack of enthusiasm that many people have.
0: With us, Julian Zelizer of Princeton University, uh, the Forbes, Malcolm Forbes professor uh, at Princeton. You are definitive in linking history to culture in America. It's like talking to James McGregor Burns or Gordon Wood up at Brown. You know, there's like 10 of you guys that actually really think about the bigger picture. I want to bring this election out to a graduate of the California Institute of Technology named Walter Hartwell White Sr. Walt White is a chemist and he's at a bad time and he's one of our great anti-heroes, isn't he? Explain how you pull Clinton Trump over to Breaking Bad. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, I wrote a piece that looked at popular culture and looked at what we've seen on television and even in movies, a fascination with characters who we don't necessarily like. They're often villains. They're often murderers. They often act really poorly uh, toward people. Okay, so based
0: based on the mail we have, that describes Secretary Clinton and Mr. Trump.
3: Right. Uh, and, you know, I, you look at TV from Breaking Bad to the show House to House of Cards, uh, where we don't necessarily root uh, for the person who you think we would. And I think that explains certainly some of the fascination uh, with Donald Trump and certainly some of the support that he has voters are not necessarily looking yeah. for people they they like personally. And
0: and, and Bob Dole is a as a legitimate American hero even if you didn't vote for Bob Dole, you rooted for Bob Dole. You wanted Bob Dole to be Bob Dole. Those days if they're gone, where will we be the 3rd week of October with our anti-heroes? Are we really going to elect an anti-hero?
3: Well, I think uh, right now we certainly could. Uh, I don't know how Hillary Clinton, her per- the perception of her will unfold as the campaign unfolds, so she might be the hero. Uh, by the end of this. But but I think we have a really cynical culture right now. They don't expect much from politicians. They're angry. Uh, and those are the conditions where a quote-unquote antihero could end up as president.
1: Very quickly, just a minute left, and we got to get you back. Uh, this is fascinating for those of us who love history. But uh, does this campaign remind you of any earlier presidential campaigns?
3: Uh, Not exactly. It's bits and pieces. So there's part of it that reminds me of 1968. Uh, A little bit of Richard Nixon, a little bit of George Wallace uh, in Donald Trump. Uh, That's, I think, uh, the most apt comparison. Um, And I think there's elements of that anger Mm -hmm. from 68 that are playing out for different reasons today.
0: We are thrilled to have you on. From Wilbur Mills to Jimmy Carter looking at modern political history, Julian Zelizer of Princeton uh, University. Mike, while we were talking, we have a new low in the German tenure, 0.1 point – I can't even get the decimals right, folks – 0.018. Under two. This is like a telethon. Operators are standing by. Really?
1: (laughs) Call in, buy bonds, help us get to zero.
0: So for those of you that are not wired into global finance, what's a so what? The so what is simple. The immovable force of Europe is going to go to a negative yield. The benchmark, benchmark, benchmark German 10-year yield migrating. Stay with us. Our telethon, Bloomberg Surveillance.
1: Counting down to the opening bell brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive on at your local Jeep dealer today.